0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. NXT After Show, and have we got a good one for you? We've got lawyers, we've got hold harmless agreements, and we've even got some stuff happening in the legal offices of the police. It's a, it's a, it's a documentation kind of episode of NXT, and we're gonna get right into it. But before we do, I'm Jack Farmer, and I'm being joined by none other than This Is Nasty, and the yeah. end. I see demon Diva. Diva. How are you guys doing? Uh, Alfred, we'll start with you. How are you doing today?
1: Uh, better than Issa when she saw you, so <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. pretty
0: good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm seeing my, 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 my mic is, is low, Ricky. Thanks for the, the heads up here. Uh, if I get too loud, let me know. Uh, but uh, Issa, how are you doing? You must be thrilled to see me.
2: I feel like I was backstabbed. I feel like I was set up worse than Tony D'Angelo tonight. I know what, what happened. I go to log into the stream and I see, Jack there. what is this? What is what? this? I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer present for this conversation.
0: Yeah, you need Luca to help you out with this one. Uh, no, I need-
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Then I'd rather represent myself.
0: Okay. <laughs> any Any lawyer with no sleeves is a bad bad sign for your case if your lawyer doesn't wear sleeves. That uh,
1: court team still does slap, though. I'll tell you that.
0: It really does. Well, we have to talk about that. But when it hit, I was like, "Ooh!" This is- <laughs> I I popped so hard for that thing when I heard it. Um, let's uh, let's. I want to give a shout out to everyone who's joined us. Obviously, uh, live. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, five star reviews, all that good stuff. Uh, but before we get started with the show, we've got some news. Alfred, tell us what's going on.
1: Yeah, we have a little bit of news. You know, it's not the normal fast news. It is slow news day. I feel like this is the calm before the storm of D-Day tomorrow when we find out will he or won't he with CM Punk. But we're going to focus on WWE right now. And it appears as if WWE Raw, which will remain three hours, is considering making the third hour more adult. Nick Khan was speaking at a JP Morgan event. And the impression given was that WWE is currently considering making our number three adult. Of course, last year, there were those reports that WWE had absolutely decided to go TV 14 until that was walked back and WWE decided that it wasn't really worth it as much now that they're making more money and whatnot, but it looks like that's back on the table. Maybe a more TV 14 third hour. Are you here for it, Isa?
2: Yes, of course I'm here for it. You know, I'm the queen of non PG. So I'm, I'm excited for this. I think it'll be a great idea. Mix it up. Give people a reason to tune in or to stay around.
0: You know, I think that we need to keep things PG. I don't like you making things, things, would, things all Clark, messy with right. language and and I blood here? and violence and TNA. We we should just keep it all wholesome and clean and something that we Who can show
2: the to, to kids and Who
0: grandmas. The that's, what I want. I, that's what I want my pro wrestling to be, just kids and grandma stuff that they're going to be comfortable with. That's no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, of course I wanted to be more adult in the final third hour. Who well, does Got you, Isa. <laughs> He just loves
1: triggering me. You
0: know,
2: he loves yeah. triggering me.
0: Yeah, it's a um, uh, it, yeah. I think this is. I think that'd be great for them to do. I think in general, with Raw being so long, they should divvy it up into almost like. I think they should have almost like three separate shows. I mean, not completely separated, but it should feel like three separate chunks of TV you're watching because three hours is a long time to be watching anything. So I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the idea of, and I see, see that my mic's a little low, uh, look to work on that, but I do like the idea of they're going tv 14 to do it in one hour. I think that would force them to be more disciplined. Three hours of TV 14 could be a bit much. And I think when people think of TV 14, they have automatically go back to the attitude era. Like, well, now everybody's going to be pregnant with a hand, but I don't think it's going to be over the top like that. I think they're going to pick and choose moments. There have been some times Tonight, there were some moments where I thought, man, this would be so much better with some blood. So there are times where I do think that a TV-14 type rating would be good as long as they don't overdo it. And it's not necessarily so that they can cuss and so that they can bleed all over the place, but so that maybe they can use some of those things to accentuate their storylines.
2: Okay, when you said this would be so much better with blood, did Moxley manifest in your living room? Because I heard that's what happens when you wish for blood.
0: Only if you say it three times.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> In
2: the bathroom mirror. <laughs> we
0: We each can say it twice before we get Moxley. <laughs> so not
2: say
1: it a third
0: time. It's like it Bloody
2: Mary, but you have to stand there with like a razor blade and
0: say Mox. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My forehead. Ah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're, you're, when you say it three times, the lights have to be off. When you turn the lights back on, your forehead cuts open and he just comes out of that cut. Like, it's crazy what happens.
0: <laughs> that would be an interesting uh, episode, like if they did a Saw movie with John Moxley, where the Jigsaw guy doesn't even get halfway through the rules of the game before Moxley's bleeding everywhere.
2: actually <laughs> incredible.
0: He's like, I'd like to play a game. Wait, slow down. Slow down. Wait, I'm not ready yet.
2: <laughs> That's not how the game works. I
0: didn't read the rules yet. Do over. Do over. Do over. This isn't the stop it. You're ruining it. I worked really hard on this, guys. <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. Well, let's uh let's get into NX. Like, oh my god. I'm so I'm so upset guys. Go.
2: Go. <laughs> and the little the little puppet just like rolls out slowly at the room. <laughs> he just
0: turns around. <laughs> I'm never inviting you back. You're such a jerk. <laughs> oh man let's let's chat about nxt and before we do i always like to give a little roll call shout out to everyone who's in the chat like lego brick collector we got wildcats jr smith james curtis alicia a gary richards hefty lefty I, I a lot of these names i don't notice on raw you guys don't watch the raw after kelvin alexander mary angel Ale- you guys are ricky's out of the bar i recommend i recognize you thanks so much for being in the chat uh make sure to just us up with a bunch of comments and things as we go forward before we talk about the show too i want to just i want to confess something to everybody because sometimes you know I, I listen to podcasts and it's it's apparent and they don't admit it but i took a break from nxt guys i didn't watch nxt for the past few months i'm going to be honest with you and so, i love
2: that because you're seeing it with fresh eyes I, I i am looking forward to your takes
0: you know i actually as i was watching today i i was thinking to myself because i'm a big believer i think sometimes in pro wrestling we feel like we get. A medal of honor for watching everything every week all the time. Right. But I think it's important to sometimes just step away for a little bit yep. and refresh, and that's what I did. So I haven't watched in a couple months, and let me tell you, I had a great time watching this show. This was a really yeah, fun so. show. Like I don't know if this is all of them, but I was like, "Wow, this show is really I tweet,
2: fun." I tweet a lot of times, like "Don't sleep on NXT." And you know what? I feel a little bit sad because you're tuning in as they're rebuilding again. They just took about 17 people from NXT on the draft, so we're starting to build this brand again with this with this roster. What's left of it? So if you if we had you on maybe a couple of weeks ago, we still have pretty deadly there. You know, Tony the Angel was like literally killing them. Like those were fun episodes. But I really do think that NXT has a lot to offer. Um, so, Um But I'm excited to hear how you saw things because, obviously, we watch it every week. So I always love to hear what somebody that doesn't watch it has to say about it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to to get into it. We did get a quick super chat. I want to make sure we get into uh, Kelvin Alexander saying, I'm down with making something similar to Raw Underground, the girls in cages and all. Um, so, I mean, that's what they, they tried it before. Bring back... The original Shane Raw
2: Underground had the dancing girls. I was a fan of that. I wanted to be part of that yeah. group.
0: That was a... um that was an interesting time. It feels like that was so long ago when I think about it. Like, uh, if you just ask me, I'd be like, yeah, it feels like that was like seven years ago. No, it was not that long ago. Uh, we also...
1: I've heard a lot of sentiments like that, actually. People saying that they miss Raw Underground, or maybe it's because it's been away for so long, or it's Stockholm Syndrome. But sometimes wrestling just needs a couple of tries to get something right. I feel like if they tried it again, maybe with a full crowd or or did it under different conditions, it would be good again. It's like Waylon Mercy wasn't much of a character, but then Bray Wyatt pretty much did the same thing and blew it all up. So you know, I'm here for Raw Underground Return.
0: Well, I think that even goes to at least my view of NXT. I think when NXT 2.0 first made the switch, everyone was like, this is horrible, but they stuck with it And now I think they've got a really cool show on their hands. And Kevin Irvin in the chat as well with the Super Chat saying, just a couple minutes in, and I'm already laughing my ass off. You all are killing it. Well, thank you. Ben's getting replaced. Kevin. Yeah, well, Kevin, as long as you just head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review with a nice little comment naming all three of us so we can take it back to the bosses and say, hey, see, we're – popular uh we get a uh, we start with just a, a few things i just want to touch on this real quick the opening videos i don't know if this is a common thing they do now but i love these little opening videos with the women who are in the tournament talking trash it was very much like uh, alfred like that old school wrestling but with a very modern spin on it with the backgrounds and stuff i thought this was a perfect example of taking something old and making it new again
1: yeah, NXT plays around with this a lot of times during the premium live events. Like one thing they did with Charlotte I thought was really cool when she was introducing them and talking about them while they were there. And this was cool too. I really like NXT opening packages. They do a good job with these. And this is one of the things that I really do enjoy about this product is you can see them taking risks that you wouldn't see in WWE. I mean, I know it's an old school thing, but you're not going to see this on Raw or SmackDown. And I thought NXT made great use of this.
0: Yeah, and, and Issa, again, as someone who's kind of jumping back into it, now I knew who all, all four of these women were, but just jumping back into it, it was a great way for me to go, okay, I, I'm caught up with what their rivalries are.
2: Yeah, I thought it was fun. The only thing that I don't like about this is like, and I think it was Bret Hart who once said like that baby faces shouldn't promise something that they can't deliver so it's like don't sit there and say I'm gonna win the title I'm gonna become a two-time woman if you're not like like find a way to word the promo differently so you're not promising something that you're not gonna deliver on um I mean Brett Howard is pretty good at what he does so I would assume taking (laughs) taking advice from him (laughs) is a good idea right but um yeah you're seeing the video package and the first thing that I said out loud was like oh my god this is great but we all know three of them are lying to us right now and that's just the reality of it (laughs)
1: And to the point, really quick. To Ethan's point, she's absolutely right, and Kevin Owens knows this almost too well because I remember he was going to face Rowan Reigns, and nobody yep. thought he was going to win until so he goes. I promise
2: you, I'll try to beat Rowan Reigns. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And imagine that, Kevin Owens. Like it was like I I was always fascinated by those words because I started paying a closer attention to how people cut promos and what they say, and there is a lot of times where people. You don't hear them say, I will win, and I will bring the... And, and it's just when you're like, oh, they're not winning, are they? <laughs> because they're not promising something they can deliver on. Yeah. I, I always think, I always notice that, you know, and, and just seeing Roxanne, and I thought it was a great promo for her, but as soon as she's like, I will become two times NXT Women's Champion, i like, yeah, she's losing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it would be funny if I was following those rules. Uh As Alfred said, I'd, I'd be just like Kevin Owens. I think I'm like, man, I'm gonna try so hard. I'm just I know, gonna, right? I don't you know, hundred and ten percent. This is not.
2: This, this is not. This show. I don't know how good of an NXT podcast it is, but we will try our best. <laughs> We're
0: gonna do our best.
2: best. effort.
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> handle the effort. This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> this we would be the worst stable in pro wrestling history. We us three, we like, man, we're going to try so hard <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're going to be so impressed by our try hards effort. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's our name, the try hards.
0: The try hards our
2: name. <laughs> oh, let's go.
0: That is absolutely an AEW perfection. Oh, no, that, that gimmick is taken. That gimmick, that gimmick
2: is taken by Cody Rhodes. My bad. We gotta Oh, oh it come on. Yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always trying hard. Let's go, Cody.
0: Uh, so Maya Lee with a couple of chats before we get into this. I, I will. She kind of covers a whole bunch of stuff here, so we'll just get into it. But. Uh, did they have to have Axiom lose like that so clean just for Reggie okay. to come out and save him? We'll definitely talk about that. Noam Dar, WTF. Is Braun Spear better than yep. Roman's?
1: Oh, and, yep. we'll get into that.
0: And Yeah, and that Luca going to be a star. He should be with Kiana James. Uh, Maya also goes on to say, Tiff looked amazing too. She was giving Buff Barbie fire emoji. Yeah,
2: she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She oh, we came was a wardrobe, Mount boxing and everything
0: yeah <laughs> uh, uh so let's let's talk about the start of the show here uh we're gonna start with uh lyra valkyria versus cora jade with referee joey gonzalez who trained at santino brothers i know Joe; he's a good guy i was glad to, i was glad to see him on nxt uh this was a fast-paced and exciting one without it just being a bunch of dives and things i really enjoyed this one the way it kicked off the show Lyra got the win and moves on in the tournament, but Cora Jade is a sore loser and attacks her after the match. Uh, Alfred, I am a big fan of of Lyra. She was on NXT UK, and I was one of the seven people that was a big fan of NXT UK when it was on, Uh, so I was was glad to see her do well, but I was shocked she got a win here, a clean as a whistle win, too. Was that... Should I be shocked or were you predicting that having watched the show regularly?
1: No, we were talking about it last week and we did. I mean, I said that I thought that it was going to be Cora and Tiffany in the finals, but we did also say that it would be weird if it was two heels. So one of the baby, or one of the heels is probably going to lose. So I wasn't shocked that Lyra won. I was shocked how she won. I felt that you, as you said, it was clean as a whistle, but it was quick as a whistle. It, I felt like just as a match is getting started, Cora missed something on the ropes and then there was like a slow spinning heel kick. And the match is over. And I literally my reaction was to go back and see did Cora get hurt somewhere, is this end early somehow? But no, she came back and hurt her. And I thought it was very quick. Just as it was starting to get going, I felt like it ended.
0: Yeah, this was uh again, I do think it was it was very fast paced. Like I said, it wasn't dives and things, but it felt like they were constantly moving. They weren't doing any of those sitting in a sleeper hold for for five minutes or anything like that. And so the whole time I was glued to the screen. I know a couple of people talking to how it wasn't necessarily a perfect match in that regard, but eh, whatever. Um, now, later on in the show, Issa, uh, Lyra did say that she wanted Roxanne to make it to the final so she could face her. We talked about how promos sometimes give things away. Did that give it away for you or did you like that she called out Roxanne as the person she wants to face?
2: No, I thought that it it diminished what um, Tiffany has been doing, and and or maybe there's a little bit of a fear to face Tiffany at this point. Maybe she felt like Roxanne is like I would I will cap you like that if I wanna. I'd rather go against Roxanne than Tiffany based on size and athleticism, right? So I'm gonna be like, oh, Roxanne is the best. So I hope she makes it. I'm saying that because I know I can beat her, right? I'm, I'm not gonna put out who I don't think I'm gonna beat. But listen, to each their own. I did. I didn't like the ending of this match. I did agree with you. I thought it started solid. And I'm like, oh, we're in for a good one. The ending was so anticlimactic. I thought it was a fake ending. I was like, did somebody botch this? Like, how did this happen? And Cora did have a little bit of bleeding going on. But Mm -hmm. I don't think that was enough to like... um, you know, end the match. My question is, are we going to play the injury factor later on? Is Cora going to take her place? Is she going to be able to make it to Battleground? Or are we doing a Cody Rhodes story with Lyra now where she's going to go on and face against Ola outside? Battleground, very curious to see how this plays out.
0: Yeah, I'm, but that's what I like about it is now I'm curious how they, I like that they answered it right away and said, yes, I will be there at the show. So we're yeah, not it hanging. It's very
2: weird to play the same Thing that we did on Raw, and I get that not everybody that watches Raw watches uh, NXT, but this is literally what we did with Cody Rose and Brock last night, except for they didn't have a match, Brock just had a beatdown, but they did the whole, oh my god, my arm might be broken I shouldn't make the show, no, I will be there it felt very deja vu from last night
1: that's still fresh in your mind because that was a show-long storyline for Raw it was mm-hmm. this injury. And it was funny because Cody doesn't want to talk to anybody. He doesn't want to say anything about his injury. Yet Mackenzie Mitchell's right in Lira leader of a grill, like, so what's the medical update? And then she's just telling her. And so it was just kind of like a very jarring, like, wow, this baby face is snitching already. Yeah, snitching. right. Snitching. <laughs> snitching on herself. Uh,
0: yeah, it is funny. It made Cody seem like kind of a jerk. Like, yeah, why can't you just talk to people? I mean, it's their job. They're supposed no, to I interview. Think-
1: I think maybe I'm biased, but I think it made Cody seem like less of a snitch. He said that guy, he's so tough, he doesn't want his enemies to know where his injuries are.
0: It is it is kind of smart, but I mean Brock he I mean he knows where the injury is. I mean he knows Look
1: at
0: Cora. He hit he hit him with a keg for crying out loud. Uh Kelvin, oh my God. Kelvin with the super chat. Lyra is a hell of an athlete. Plus, she's cute. Uh, we got a A uh, emoji with little hearts all over it. Uh, Wildcats saying bloodline is so over. They are definitely over with everybody. Um, Let's uh, move on as we get on to something that took up the whole show. I didn't know when I was going to talk about this part because it literally took up the whole show. Very similar to Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar on Monday. But DiJack versus Dragonoff here. I
1: think this was nice.
0: Yes. Great. yes. Uh, I mean, the show opens up and uh, we get a kick right in the face, which is probably how Issa will greet me if I ever run into her in person. <laughs> um, I feel like this is exactly how that would look. Uh, but later during an interview in the locker room, DiJack then attacks Dragonoff. Eventually at the end of the show, they're beating each other up on the way to sign their hold harmless agreement. Uh, Issa, I thought this was fun. It was violent. It was everything pro wrestling should be. Uh, Walk me through it.
2: I'm going to need somebody to start a tally of how many faces that garage door has taken because, my God, it's the second most dangerous place in NXT after the parking lot. If do not go near that garage door, your face will get slammed into it. It's, it's the rules. I don't make them. I thought this was a lot of fun. I like Dragunov, and, 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 and I wish we, and I say this all the time, Jack, but I wish we talked about how he's probably one of the last people to beat Gunter, and he doesn't mm-hmm. get brought up enough. Um, so he shouldn't be intimidated of a guy of Dijak's size, right? And I feel like tonight we got that dragon off again. The guy that don't care what size his opponent is. He's going to give it his all. The brawl really made me invested into the match. I like both of these guys. So I do want to see the match regardless. But I thought that tonight put it over the top. And I'm like, oh my God. If they're doing this before Battleground. It's going to be crazy. Uh, battleground. So I'm super excited for this match. I'm actually hyped to see it. And I know that this show is going to be competing with Double or Nothing. And I'm going to do my best to watch both at the same time, but I feel like when this match comes on, it will definitely grab my attention.
0: Yeah, off again, as one of seven people who watched NXT UK, I mean that guy can take a beating. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he can, and so and I know Dijak can dish it out, so I am very eager to see these guys, and this uh, Alfred, again, is someone kind of parachuting back into NXT, sold me right away, because I see that this is a very violent feud, and I'm like these guys are going to kill each other sign me up
1: yeah that's exactly what it is and my favorite thing about Dragunov is his face he's got some of the best facials that just convey all this rage and pain and anger and I think he's so good at that and it's funny. And this is a feud I was talking about when it comes to more blood. I was convinced that by the end of this show, the way they were trying to kill each other, somebody was going to bleed and they were going to sign that hold harmless in blood. I thought that would have been the icing on the Yeah. Table. But I'm being greedy here because I thought everything they did was great. And last week we we're kind of complaining about this because I didn't think it was bizarre how they were doing this torture chamber segment. And I didn't know about this. And I'm not a fan of giving away too much physicality before a pay-per-view match. I'm really not a fan of last-man-standing matches. But I cannot wait to see this last-man-standing match because I feel like they booked it perfectly. Like this is one of the best builds to a last-man-standing match in that it's like they're beating each other so bad on TV that it's like we're going to have to do this until somebody can't get up. And that's perfect. That's a great way to tell the story. So I can't wait.
0: Yeah, and these guys, sometimes with last-man-standing matches, they yeah, they have the match and you're like, okay, that was the end of it. They did their finish or whatever, and the person couldn't get up. But these are two guys that I think when one of them can't get up, you're going to – yeah, of, of course he can't get up uh, after all they've I, been through. Uh, this this one, I think, could sneakily steal the weekend on a weekend where they've got some pretty big, yeah. big matchups. And, yeah, Dragonoff, I was worried when he came stateside at first. I didn't know if he would translate over to NXT uh, stateside, but – he seems to be doing a good job, and yeah, Isa, you you made a good point. I'm surprised they don't. Ju- they should be saying that almost every time he's out there. He's the last guy to beat uh Günther. I'm uh, good if I was them. him.
2: My God, I'll be right. flexing on that all day long.
0: Yeah, yeah especially and- with
2: what Günther has become right now, Um it's, it's, a good, it's a good one to have on your belt. You know, it's a nice notch on your belt to say that you were able to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and that was a
2: great match too. Like that Günther versus Dragunov match, the last. Oh my God, so good
0: yeah they did they did one on UK and in one yeah. for the state side. both of them were just I think
2: one of legendary, legendary. I watched so it on the UK. Like and you know what? I wasn't I am not part of your 7 person club. But right. that match, it
0: people if you watch. <laughs> but that match
2: was so legendary that you got people that didn't watch NXT UK just tuning in and going out of their way to find it because so many people were talking about it. I was one of these people. It's it's a little bit crazy if you really think about it how far NXT UK has come up. Like you see Gunther, you see Rhea on the main roster. Now you see these guys in NXT like it really is incredible. I remember a few years back, 2015, 2016, Triple H talking about how NXT had taken over WrestleMania. And I'm like, we're having that happen right now with NXT UK. It's really taking over NXT and the main roster. And you love to see that. You love that for them because the uncertainty of what, what was going to happen to some of these talent when this brand dismantled. And to see them now doing so well, I'm so happy for all of them.
0: I mean, really, I, it's, I'm It's. i glad you said that, Issa, because I was going through this, and almost every single... Uh, segment or match had an NXT UK person in it. And so as I was watching this, again, being a fan, I was like, I was, I was so proud. I was like, I, I, I like, I had something to do with it. I'm, like, I'm so proud of you guys. You've worked so hard to get yeah. here. Uh, even though I had nothing to do with it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I
2: think it was Rhea who mentioned like how many people were involved from NXT UK at WrestleMania weekend. And when you start like really looking at the tally, you were like, holy crap. And just... Seeing what a big role she played and Gunter and, and, and both knights of WrestleMania, like it's crazy just to see that they came from NXT UK. It's awesome. Again, super happy for them because I remember how uncertain everybody was about everybody's statuses after they dismantled it and, and they're thriving. Love that for them.
0: Yeah, that was a it, NXT UK, you will be missed. Hopefully NXT Europe comes back eventually. But speaking of NXT UK, we had a matchup between Axiom and uh Dabakedo. Uh, previously Axiom unmasked Reggie, but now he's got a big mountain to climb and Axiom tries to stick and move, but he gets stuck and then thrown around pretty hard. Kato uh, gets the win and continues to beat down Axiom only for Reggie to come make the save. The crowd is chanting, hug it out. The Axiom is hesitant. Issa, what, as someone who's, who's jumping in here, I mean, my guessing here is that axiom and reggie had issues and now there's a level of respect here but what's what's going on and did you like how this this went down
2: I, no i'll leave that to you i think we all owe axiom a big i don't know what we need to send him flowers edible arrangement i don't know what he's into a mask book yeah he unmasked scripts and one of our biggest issues with scripts was the look the mask like reggie is a talented individual he doesn't need all these gimmicks and all these things to be great at what he does i was very happy to see reggie just show up as reggie today like that's how you should have done it to begin with i'm excited to see what he does uh the match was great commander aziz looked great here but overall i'm very very curious about what we do with reggie from here on now can we still save him from scripts and can he be great yeah if we keep this presentation and forget that scripts ever happen i'm willing to forget are you alfred Yes, I
1: am. And Jack's never seen scripts, apparently, so we could all just yeah. write this
2: out of our own. Memory. Yeah, we don't even need to mention it.
0: I was on social media, so I've seen the mask. Damn yeah, <laughs> it. Damn
2: yeah, it. Yeah. That's oh, the worst no. part. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but but Alfred, did you like? To, do you want to see Axiom and Reggie like tag team? What do you want to see from these guys?
1: Not necessarily, because I was surprised at what they did here. They were building something between Axiom and Scripts, but to just throw Axiom and feed him to Dabakato like this. Watching this when it was happening before Scripts came out or before Reggie came out, I was thinking like this could have been anybody. Why squash Axiom like this after all they've done with him? Uh, but I get how they why they did that because now they're going to tease Reggie and Axiom getting together. But I, would, I don't know. Like, I love that Reggie's back. I'm very happy to see Reggie back. The fans love him because he's from the main roster, and so he's going to get that huge pop and whatnot. But I just didn't like the way they went about it by just squashing Axiom and then the two good guys have to fend off the bad guys. I wasn't really a fan of how they did this. But I'm sure they're going to make a good team. They, they can do a lot of great things together. Axiom is incredible in the ring. And Reggie can do things that nobody could do in terms of gymnastics
0: yeah watching this i was kind of confused because it felt like axiom was supposed to be a big deal coming into this and then seeing him just get wrecked i was like oh so he's not a big deal i don't (laughs) again as someone now i know axiom and and i know him as a kid again speaking of the nxt uk invasion uh, but yeah so i was like oh cool axiom this will be great oh he's he's just beat reggie this is great oh he just got smashed by this dude has he been on a lot as Commander Aziz? Is it Kato? Am I pronouncing it right? Kato, Kato yeah. Kato, he's is coming his...
1: back into the territory.
0: He hasn't been okay. on too
1: much, but they've been doing vignettes, and now
0: he's just easing
2: He right had there. a fight with Apollo, his former yeah. friend.
0: Oh. Oh, for... he's
2: no longer Nigerian. I believe,
0: I believe that was his boss. I don't think it was his friend.
2: Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think he's Nigerian, or if he's, we're not talking about it anymore.
0: Uh, so <laughs> where do you th- – it feels like Von Wagner is going to get called up. We'll talk about oh, Von Wagner God. in a second. Is he going to fill the Von Wagner role on NXT? Uh, you guys, what,
2: what is the Von Wagner role? <laughs> the,
0: big, the big guy that is just a big this bad guy, guy that beats Roman. people up. The big black hole. Oh, the oh. big, the big. He just, you know, when you need a big guy that beats people up. I don't know. That's what I will that's, say. Von
2: to have your eyes watching NXT, that would be beautiful. <laughs>
0: Here's <laughs> the thing, though. This version of Von Wagner is actually
1: kind of popular, and he's a baby face, and people are taking sympathy on him. And I know we're going to talk about it more, but this Von Wagner you saw tonight has not been the representation of the Von Wagner we've been exposed to over the past year.
0: Well, I'm excited to talk about uh, talk about Von Wagner, but Kelvin in the chat says technically Braun was the last guy <laughs> to have Gunther count the lights. Oh so my God. Uh,
2: hold on, hold, hold up. You said I'm excited to talk about Von Wagner tonight, and I need to <laughs> finish by saying words. That no one said ever, but yeah. let's go on. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so we. Someone clip that out so we can use it against Alfred later. By the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, someone that I know we're all interested in is Tony D'Angelo. And
2: oh, he's the goat. Uh, let me. Catch Breathe the you. You, you say the goat Tony D'Angelo before you refer to him
0: the 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 goat tony d'angelo is in an interrogation room uh and the cop is trying to talk to him before eventually another cop comes in and says hey we got some more information they take him out in cuffs today they take him out in cuffs uh alfred again as someone jumping into this i loved it i was like i know who tony d'angelo is because i you know I, I didn't stop watching that long ago but uh i love this i was like this i'm Like a real tv show i'm fascinated what happened what'd he do what's going on this this hooked me
2: why would we tell you we're not snitches yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're not and and, you know somebody in
1: tony's camp might be but tony d'angelo could do no wrong i loved how this was produced this gimmick could and when it first started admittedly we kind of thought it was gonna be a little cheesy but very quickly we realized that this guy could make anything work and just and even aesthetically how they had it seemed like it was an actual like surveillance camera and Tony D'Angelo trying to offer a tip, like, hey, you want a tip? And the guy's like, what, you're gonna bribe me now? So I just thought everything about this was good except for him getting arrested. And Issa did float out a theory last week that Stacks is behind all of this. And watching how Stacks carried himself tonight, I think you're gonna be absolutely right about this, Issa, because I trust this guy less than ever before. I don't know if it's because it's in my head, but everything he was doing tonight, I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't seem right. I don't trust it. So it's fish. It's
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not a snitch for sure, maybe a rat, but I'm not a snitch. Uh, but Issa, I got <laughs> uh, I know you're obviously a big fan of the Don. Um, this it's it's one of those things I think sometimes re- wrestling forgets that it's a TV show, and this was a perfect example of them saying, No, we're a TV show, let's make TV. Because now, wow. like I said, like I said, as someone, I, I, I want to know how he got there. I want to know. Now I want to be like, well, what evidence they have on him? Is he going to get out? And what's he going to do if he gets out? What's like, it's, it's great huh? TV
2: first of all true crime is it right now you cannot open any streaming service and not see a true crime documentary be the first thing that pops up we gotta capitalize on that go on YouTube this channel like analyzing police interrogations are getting millions and millions of views on their their videos so whoever pitched this idea is a genius now as somebody who does consume that content Tony D'Angelo made a lot of mistakes tonight for example you ask for a lawyer you don't talk you ask for a lawyer immediately no matter what I don't care if you're there, as a suspect, as a witness, you ask for a lawyer. Number two, Tony, you drank the coffee, they got your DNA. Why would you accept <laughs> anything that they give you, Tony? You know better than this. Now they got your DNA on that coffee cup. They're gonna get you, my dude. I um I was streaming Sheet plug and ycd Mandiva. I watch all these shows live with some of you guys in the chat. Join me. Um, we did figure out we I Googled the jail. We figure out three escape plans for Tony D'Angelo. So me and my chat, we are going to get Tony D out. Rest assured.
0: Are you going to send him a cake with a file baked inside of it so
2: you- no we're gonna dress up as food delivery people and getting through that entrance i found it on google maps
0: you think they're gonna let doordash into a
2: prison? we're not doing doordash we're gonna do better than that
0: please you think it's they're gonna let grubhub
2: so. yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Was- i am a delivery for tony d'angelo
0: before before you you, you show up hey, with hey, the door well, dash, well, dash oh you're postmates well, come on in
2: <laughs> You will definitely you will go down you will definitely drink the coffee I am the one that gives criminal advice in this show everybody knows that every week I tell you guys what to do to avoid jail time. Trust me, I have a good plan.
0: I, you know, you say I would go down, you forget. I'm a rat. I would just rat everyone out and I would get off scot-free. Right.
2: No, did you rat on Tony D. well? Are you the rat? He did. He did. You're going to end up in a witness protection program. That's how you got the name Jack Farmer. You're not really Jack Farmer, are you? That's I a... knew it. I knew it.
0: I, I, left, I left a life somewhere on the other side of the country after after selling out you all... Are,
2: you are an informer. Oh, no.
0: I'm just saying I'm for sale. That's
2: all
1: wow. <laughs> Jack, you, you've you just been added to our suspect list. Yeah. 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 Stacks and Jack.
2: Stacks and Jack. I will not answer any more questions about NXT in this podcast without the presence of my lawyer. Thank you very much.
0: So next, ne- coming up next, uh, I, just, I did want to talk about Issa. What were you doing the day that Tony D'Angelo was doing guilty things?
2: Mm. Tony D'Angelo never no. did guilty things, so I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> well, we we do we do have Stacks. Uh, Stacks did get involved a little oh, bit after that.
2: How this. are you back in NXT, hanging out backstage when your yeah. buddy's in jail? You should have been trying to break him out. I shouldn't be trying to come up with plans to break him out. You should have been Stacks. I don't trust you. He's
0: Dream Realm crazy. Studios with an interesting thought here. What a, Dominic Mysterio should be helping out Tony D. Oh, I love that.
2: Dom is my buddy.
0: That would be s- that that would be the greatest television they ever really produced. Do.
1: If they're gonna do some type of prison segment with tony d for the sake of continuity you've got to have dom at the very least a reference to him
0: yeah it's just uh, <laughs> like what if it shows tony in a cell and it shows the wall and it says like dom was here
1: like you're off the list now jack
0: <laughs> i would absolutely i would love it um but, but we you got you
1: notice how Stax did pick up the phone and call somebody that we don't know of, and then right after that, Tony B gets
0: popped? Like immediate yeah. immediately after the Creed brothers left today, he was on it. Like he didn't even wait for him to leave the room. He 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 was could not have been more eager to hop on his phone.
2: And first of all, if he was uh, a pretty deadly related thing, they're alive. They're over there on, on, on SmackDown. So bring them in and prove that nothing happened here.
0: Yeah. Um well, Gallus comes out. What leads to this whole thing is Gallus comes out, and they're poking fun at Tony D for him getting locked up, and uh, the Creeds are ducking them until the Creeds show up, and they say that they're going to walk out of battlegrounds as champ. We get a champs, we get a fight, and then Stax shows up to help the Creeds. Um, this this does feel a little suspicious, Alfred, especially as he's like, "Hey, can I be your champ?" Feels a little like, yeah. Feels a little bit like he's trying to hitch his wagon to another horse.
1: That's exactly how I took it. And the fact that afterwards when they were talking in the back, it took the Creed brothers saying, okay, you and Tony can get a title shot. The man did not bring up Tony D'Angelo. He, he had no, you didn't care about Tony until the Creed's brought him up. So everything that Stacks did tonight, and I'm sure it's by design, was a little bit hokey. And I'm going to go back and watch that Tony D segment again to see if they left behind any Easter eggs or clues that might suggest that Stacks is behind this.
0: Well, if you're looking for Easter eggs, it's going to be Bray Wyatt that's behind it. I think he's yeah. the only one that does that. But, uh, that'd be the weirdest uh, plot twist ever. Bray Wyatt is a snitch, and this whole thing is a... Um,
2: oh, my God.
1: They, they, they like a QR code pops on screen. You read it, in the reads, <laughs> I snitched. <laughs> I feel like Uncle Howdy will be the snitch.
2: I feel like it'll be
0: Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy does have snitch vibes, too.
2: Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Oh, yeah. You can just tell
0: he's been undercover for years with the FBI trying to get into the Wyatt family. He
1: looks like a narc. He dresses like a narc.
0: He does. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, we're figuring this out. This is the, folks. This is where you need to be. We're figuring out what's going on here. And I think, I think uncle Howdy probably got too close. Probably got worked up and it got, got Donnie Brascoed and the FBI had to pull him out. And that's why we're not seeing him on TV right now. <laughs> too, too close. Uh, <laughs> in any case, uh, Know, I'm a big fan of Gallus and the Creed brothers. It should be a fun match. I don't really know where to go from here.
1: Yeah, the thing about this segment with Gallus and the Creed brothers, I, for the life of me, could not understand what Gallus was saying. And I felt like the Creed brothers were there to translate because they would say something like, I think that there was a <laughs> line he said, we've had more fights than you've had hot dinner. And I didn't know what he said. And then the Creed's were like, yeah, well, I have had a couple of hot dinners. And I would be like, oh, that's what they said. So they really um uh, very thick accents, which is fine. But I had a very hard time understanding them.
0: Yeah, it's um. This felt to me. This segment felt very much like one of those times where they had one more week than they needed to build up to the sh- the match, and so like, well, oh yeah, the, we still got another episode, so we got to do something. But we're kind of out of story to tell, so I don't know. Go out there make and a talk.
2: video package next time. Just make a video
0: package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, subtitles. But uh, I'm a big fan of all NXT UK guys, so I'm pulling for you, Gallus. Uh, go get it done. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And, and, and Stax, be safe. Just be safe. Uh, <laughs> just be, care- be, careful. be Be careful. Be careful, Stacks. Uh, we move on and we get to Eddie Thorpe versus Tyler Bate. Before the match, uh, Bate has a chat with Wesley, and uh, they have issues heading into their triple threat match for the North American title. The match with Eddie is a good one, and Tyler Bate gets the win. Post-match, Gacy attacks Bate, and Wesley tries to make the save, accidentally hits Bate, and now Gacy takes out both guys and holds the title up to end the segment. Um, what I loved about this, Issa, is as opposed to some of the other stuff, I got this quickly. I got it right away. I, they, they told the story, and I was like, okay, I get the miscommunication between the two guys that are good guys, the bad guy kind of playing off of it, triple threat, tied along the line, historic reign, bing, bang, boom.
2: They knocked it all out perfectly in one segment, and you just even said it. You got it, and you haven't watched NXT in forever. Mm-hmm. I thought this was well done. I thought the match was great. I thought Wesley commentary added, you know, just seeing him out there paying attention. Joe Gacy savagely attacking at the end, looking forward to the triple threat. This was very well done, short, simple, to the point. Yep.
0: Um, Alfred, this is a question that um, I've been waiting to to ask for a while. And this is kind of more in the weeds, kind of pro wrestling fandom uh, stuff. But does Tyler Bate have the best thighs in pro wrestling? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think he does. That's where all his strength comes from. As big, strong boy. That's, yeah, you know he does have huge thighs, and I think it's a, a proportional thing because he's a small man, but his thighs yeah. are so big. I think it just makes it look bigger on proportion to the rest of his body. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, he's yeah. got some goat thighs. He's on the Mount Rushmore of thighs. But... I think.
0: Yeah, I think him. Like it's like him, Orton, and. Uh, um... Drew McIntyre probably <laughs> Yeah, he's
1: got some striations going there. We kind of do a thighs and not rush more.
0: Yeah,
1: Orton the... wins every
0: time. Orton's Orton's got some some yeah. s- some sneaky good thighs. This is this is this is the the podcast talk people tune in for. Okay. Thigh talk. Uh, no, but um
1: I was actually surprised at the result of this because Eddie Thorpe is somebody who's still relatively new. Somebody it seemed like they were doing something with. And this was not at all about Eddie Thorpe. They didn't even protect him. He just lost clean. And I felt like they might be souring on him a little bit uh, because it seems way too early for him to just lose like this to Tyler Bate. This could have been anybody.
0: Yeah, that's what – now they said – I thought they said on commentary that Thorpe was undefeated going into this match. Yeah,
1: I think he's that- still undefe- He's had a few showcase matches and really kind of out of nowhere, they just fed him to Tyler Bate to the point where when Tyler Bate faced Eddie Thorpe, I was like, why are they going to – I was assuming that Eddie Thorpe was going to win this match and maybe yeah. Wesley was going to come in and cost Tyler Bate or whatnot, but I was shocked to see Eddie Thorpe just lose clean.
0: Yeah, going into this and and I guess coming out of it to your point, I thought the same thing the way they were talking about it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be one of those things where like uh, uh, Gacy tries to get involved and Wesley tries to stop him and then the miscommunications cost bait the match and they do the whole like, what did you do? Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. upset with you. But seeing Thorpe lose was kind of surprising but I wanted to say, this is what I'm going to say. I don't know if it's because they work in the, the PC together all the time, all these people. But it feels like a lot of these wrestlers, like all of them have very good chemistry together. I don't know if it's, like I said, because they're working together in the same PC all the time or whatever. But Eddie Thorpe and Tyler Bate, like they just, they were clicking. It was, I was like, well, I'd be happy to see this one come back again. But again, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what the plans are for Eddie Thorpe. Uh, but Issa, what were your thoughts on this segment?
2: I gave you my thoughts on this segment if you want my thoughts on eddie thorpe i will tell you that i don't Ed,
0: on eddie but, thorpe you do be really like eddie thorpe
2: i'm not invested in him yet not yet
0: but, uh, well i'm a big fan I, of eddie thorpe. I, always, I like eddie thorpe
2: I always forget who he is when he comes out
0: i like eddie thorpe so I uh
2: care what you like well,
0: that's just me <laughs> carl i like to as carl frederick
2: I, I don't
1: know about this eddie thorpe character but when he's in New I, strong, did, I call him
2: Eddie better. Torpe. Eddie Torpe, that's what I call well, him. Well, I, I should
0: say, I, I was, I'm was. i a big fan of Carl Fredericks. That's why I'm supportive okay. of Eddie okay. Torpe. So I it's, do it's, like it's him as Carl
2: Fredericks. Yeah. I knew who he was as Carl Fredericks. I'm not behind this uh, Torpe character yet.
0: Um Kelvin's, by the way, saying no, Jack. That would be Nikita Lyons' uh, million-dollar. Talking-
2: Kelvin's oh, well, right on that. Talking- yeah, but we're talking yeah.
0: about guy ties. No, it's no girl-, girl, no girls allowed in the thigh guy club. That's cool. Yeah. Really? So
1: this is a male <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <I> guess <laughs> like, yeah. No yeah, girls yeah.
0: in the thigh guy club. <laughs> there are rules to the thigh guy club. Like you have to wear tights that show the thigh. You can't wear pants. You gotta wear. You gotta show the thighs. That's there's a, it's, it's a very intricate and detailed. <laughs> Yeah, and I think we need
2: to have like Randy Orton choke a bear with his tights, just because (laughs) I thought about it multiple times. (laughs) Like
1: he'll win an Oscar for it.
2: You know what? I will say, yeah, yeah, but he's not going to let that bear get away with anything. If he's Randy Orton, that bear is not getting away with that. You know what I'm I, saying?
1: As they mentioned on NXT tonight, John Cena has a number one movie in the world. Batista has a number two movie in the world. Let's get Randy Orton, Orton choking Orton some bears Orton. for the number yeah. three movie. Let's th- go.
2: Let's th- go. with his, with his th- well, I, will... I have actually thought about this. I'm sorry, but I have.
0: I would I would go to see opening weekend of movie Randy Orton hitting the RKO on a giant bear and then choking it out with his thighs just for the oh outlandishness of on it. Loop, on that loop for
2: two hours and I will watch
0: it. Could you imagine cocaine bear like raw and then just bam? Yo <laughs> <laughs> yo. <you, you. laughs> Everyone's like, everyone's dressed normally, but Randy Orton's like in the woods in his wrestling gear for some reason.
2: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Oh, well, in any case, we get, uh, Noam Dar versus Nathan Frazier. And again, these two guys just crushed it. I was blown away by how Nathan Frazier is incredibly fast. Uh, and I'm a big fan of Noam Dar. Um, Alfred, kind of going back to what we just said, was it a weird decision to have Noam Dar, the champ, lose right before his defense on the go-home show?
1: Um, I didn't have too much of a problem with it, especially with the heel and because I think Noam Dar is going to retain. And I really hope he does because I think he's doing a great job with that Heritage Cup. Uh, But I I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I I did like the match. I like the fact that it began maybe the first minute or so as like a mat wrestling match. And then they just turned it up from 0 to 60. And these two worked very well together. I'm a fan of Nathan Frazier. I think I'm glad they're doing a little more with him. But I do think they need to really start kind of investing in him. I didn't really like that TV show he did because they didn't really let him do anything with it. He was just kind of there. Um, But I really like Nick Frazier. And I think uh, he should have been figured into this. And I also like the fact that with this Heritage Cup, the big thing is the second. So they're making this a very unique division where you have to have a second, so they're making it more like a rounds fight, whether it's like an MMA or a boxing match.
0: Yeah, they did a lot of these in NXT UK, and I grew to really love the Heritage Division. It's a weird kind of rule set, but once you get into it and you understand like how it works, it becomes really fun to watch these matches. Uh, Issa, are you, what are your thoughts on the Heritage Cup? Are you interested in these rules, or does it just sound like,
2: I recently became familiar with this. I started looking more into it now that Noam Dar and and the Cup has been featured more in NXT TV. I don't have a problem with it. I love the idea of having to defend it because a lot of times you see these people win these trophies and we never see them again. So I love the idea of this trophy having to be defended. I thought this was a fun match. I don't know how I feel about him losing, but I'm looking forward to him versus Dragon Lee uh, Sunday.
0: Yeah, Dragon Lee is going to gonna tear it up no matter what yeah. he's doing. Well,
2: you, you already know. Yeah. It doesn't matter who he goes against. It's going to be a great match.
0: Issa, awful. do you have a prediction on who you think Noam Dar's second is going to be?
2: Who I think what?
0: Who is uh, – because it, later it showed him looking for someone to be in his corner. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, uh, I have no idea. Alicia Fox. Bianca Belair. Alicia Fox.
0: Uh, Bianca Belair is going to be Noam Dar's.
1: <laughs> last legend or Jakara – who else we got? Um, you don't want to I see I Alicia Fox maybe. come back
2: so we can hear that iconic Alicia Fox. Oh, I'd love to
1: see it. has got a type. And I'd love to see Alicia Fox come back. If, if that is a set, that'd be a great moment.
0: I mean, he had a pal in NXT UK, Shaw Samuels, who's always super funny and entertaining. I was a big fan of his. I don't know if he'd get quite the response that like a surprise return would get because I don't know how well-known he is stateside but if he comes back i'd be happy to see him just because i was a big fan of his but yeah i don't i don't know who is who's gonna uh, who's accompanying uh dragon lee did they say it?
1: it's gonna be nathan fraser
0: or nathan fraser is yeah yeah okay so you need well I, I i would think it's gonna be a fella so they can have some kind of
1: it's gonna be a black woman i'm telling you <laughs>
0: hopefully
1: it's alicia fox i'd be cool with that
0: i'd be happy with alicia fox coming back i think Me that'd too. be great um But uh, let's, uh, as we continue on, uh, Kelvin, by the way, great comment here. Jack is correct. I might just leave that one up
1: up there. He's going
0: to pin it. And uh, Keith George saying, uh, (laughs) who are the other five NXT UK fans? (laughs) It was so good. But yeah, you could tell there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, if you live tweet NXT UK, you didn't get quite the interaction that you got when you uh, did it for anything else. Um, This was the most confusing segment of the show for me, this next one. Hank Walker versus Tank Ledger. Oh. They they come out together. I'm told they're yeah. a tag team. I they're, thought they were gonna
2: tag. Yeah. They're, they're having
0: a match. Even Booker T is like, I don't really get why this is happening. I know. Um,
1: <laughs> and neither did I.
2: I didn't understand. What was, I, I thought they were gonna tag team together.
1: Well, I no, did. no, I know exactly. The, last week, Hank and Tank they were um, talking to Briggs and Jensen, and Briggs and Jensen had just had this feud, like a legit feud, and then they've gotten a match, and then they made up. And so Tank, being wet behind the ears, he's like, hey, that's what we got to do, Hank. We got to get into a wrestling match so that we can be better, you know, because Briggs and Jensen gas him up to think you're going to be closer if you fight each other. So he took that to mean that they have to have a match. And it's kind of adorable.
0: Um, Yeah, I guess it I guess it was adorable. Uh, it was so adorable. In fact, uh, Braun Breaker decided to come out and just oh spear the tar out of Love both this. of them. Love this. <laughs> Well, Love take it Braun. take it away, Fred. Take it away.
1: I'm sorry. I'm the number one Braun fan on this podcast. I've been on day one Braun Breaker, and now I'm starting to pay my dividends. This man, <laughs> as we were talking about this earlier, it's no question. Forget Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is not in that discussion. He's the best spear since Goldberg, and I think it's better than Goldberg. It is the most explosive spear I've ever seen where the guy hits the ropes, and you blink, Goldberg. and they are both on the ground.
2: Goldberg just tried to spear a tractor, and he lost. You see, that, here, but did you know, did you see yeah, the tractor? <laughs> yeah. Did you see?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the this. tractor I love is a local experience. medical facility. <laughs> That'd be funny uh. if the
1: tractor got escorted by the ambulance truck into a medical. facility. Yeah, family. right. That'd be hilarious. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, I, so I was a fan of Braun when he, when he came out, uh, I, I'll i admit I was one of those guys like this guy feels like he's getting stale. That was, I, I had stopped watching before he had made the turn. This was great. I love seeing this and I agree his, now I don't know if I'm ready to take it away from Goldberg just yet, but his spear is definitely the current, I think top spear in wrestling. Um, I think you got I I don't know. There's his, and then I don't know who else, and then at the very very bottom is Edge. Um, there's like a big ah. gap there, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's I love this new. I, I he, I'm thinking this is great. This is exactly what. Braun should have been all along but Issa, i see you rolling your eyes are you just not ready to admit that this is the best spear in pro wrestling today I no i'm no,
2: um, not but i do admit that heel Braun breaker has been amazing i've been a big fan and i wasn't i wasn't just like alfred saying he's a day one i was a day one hater and uh once he started like literally spearing carmelo hayes through objects i'm in i'm here for this right and it was really funny because I was so confused by this segment. I don't remember any of that last week, Alfred. So I don't understand why Wanker is fighting Tank. Like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm like, please... That's what I call him because his name is like, what's his name? Hank Wanker, Wank Walker, so Wanker. It's like a short. Anyways, um, uh, the whole point is that I was like, please put me out of my misery with this match. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why they're fighting. And Braun Breaker saves the day. And I'm a fan of Braun Breaker just doing this randomly to people that he has nothing to do with. He's fighting for the championship this weekend against Carmelo Hayes. So him coming out here was unexpected. So it was fun.
0: You know, I don't like to say mean things about wrestlers. I, I feel like, you know, they're trying their best oh, and you don't, you don't know what they control. It's a, it's a cute but it's I, have, I have to admit, when Hank Walker and Tank Ledger walked out, I was thinking to myself, this looks like the team you face for the first match in a WWE 2K career mode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love through. You know, perfect analogy because that's pretty much their gimmick is career yeah. mode. Like their, take well, t- Ledger is only wrestled I think three matches. I think this is but, his third match tonight. And so hey, Wanker, like, Wanker was, was, was a janitor
2: or a security guard or something.
0: That is absolutely career mode in this WWE. Yeah. Mode.
1: That should be their tag team name.
0: The crea- yeah. James Curtis creator wrestler as that should yeah. be the name um uh Kel- kelvin in the chat saying braun don't gaff i love this what does gaff mean guys give a,
1: give a fuck
0: <laughs> i know what it you meant i wanted you guys to say
2: you
1: it, did it. No <laughs> <you did> it. <laughs> i i i love this braun breaker it kind of reminds me of the rko how like you kind of look forward to a finisher and i think because the way they've been building this feud i think it's going to be braun breaker is going to get disqualified because he keeps saying he doesn't care about this title i really hope that it becomes a scene where like security tries to stop him and he just ends up spearing everything moving the referees come and he spears them and he just spears everybody he spears booker t he spears vic joseph he spears a cameraman they go off the air i can't wait
0: that that would be such a fantastic shot of the the cameras like going up (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh it would be
0: incredible actually (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah i this is you're right i want to see him run people over and i love it i love the spear way more than the thing where he does like the press and then the body slant, like the the power like that's a cool move but it i never felt like a finisher to me it always felt like a yeah. cool move um so yeah braun i love i'm a huge carmelo fan though i don't think i'm ever gonna love pick carmelo, against carmelo yeah. Well, doesn't uh, love carmelo was it a mistake i have- tonight Great. Was it a mistake to not have him on? It's the go-home show, and he's the champ. Shouldn't he have been on? Oh,
2: they, had a, they had a great video package. I really yeah. enjoyed the Carmelo Hayes video package tonight.
1: Me too. A very good babyface video package for him. And on the same token, a great heel package for Braun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so those guys are going to tear it apart. Like, they're so good, those guys. Uh, Kevin Irving, by the way. We got five of the seven viewers of NXT UK here in the chat. What a crazy wow. coincidence. I love that. I love that. I know that. Calvin
1: likes NXT UK.
0: Uh, yeah. Liked, liked, liked. Yes, that's right. It's a uh, why can't you
2: still uh, like something that's no longer? Gonna... <laughs>
0: yeah, <exactly. laughs> hanky tanky slander. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hanky uh, tanky. <laughs> so, hanky. Uh, Gigi Dolan <laughs> and JC Jane come out. Uh, well, Gigi Dolan comes out and JC. And she cuts a promo. JC Jane comes out. This was. I feel like this was for me, having not been watching for a while, because it felt like they pretty much just told the story of how they got here and they basically said where they're going. Um, Issa, how would you rate this promo?
2: Yeah, it was alright <laughs> It was alright <laughs> I thought they were going to set up something for Battleground I'm actually kind of glad they're doing an NXT on NXT, on NXT a weaponized steel cage match I'm looking forward to it I mean, a lot of the promos have felt a little bit of the same dicks at each other so I'm just mm-hmm. ready for them to just like kind of end the feud and see who is the best one I, Yeah, that's
0: yeah, good.
1: No, no, go ahead, I'm sorry, Jay
0: Well, I was going to say, what I love about it being next week instead of at the the show at at Battleground is it's something not to fire shots or anything, but something some other people could learn is that sometimes you can use payoffs to make another show good instead of putting 45 matches on a single show that goes for six hours. Um, Great point. So uh, that's why I'm like, oh, this is great. That means Battleground will be fun and I'm going to have a great show to watch on Wednesday instead of them going, well, we – Blue our load. I don't have anything left for the next shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I completely agree with your that.
1: thoughts. I definitely agree that it's good to kind of spread these out. But I was surprised that this was one of the matches they picked for a TV match because of how long this feud's been going. But at the same token, given how long this feud's gone and this is a blood feud where they're going to wrestle their third rubber match, it doesn't feel as hot as I think it should. Be feel right especially Same. reactions it's like these two women hate each other it's become personal they're talking about their families they've done everything right I just feel like the pieces maybe aren't there for people to really get invested because if we're talking about this weapons cage match and you're at the end of this blood feud I would expect a lot more heat for it and I just didn't see it
0: do you think it's because they drug it on too long and people are kind of over it
1: it could be that. It could be maybe somebody's in trouble because they didn't mention. We talked about this briefly last week. Gigi's been wilding out a little bit on IG stories, kind of talking about how she wishes she was her old character from the indies. And that got brought up tonight. They didn't reference her IG stories. So I think Gigi might be doing the, the job job next week.
0: Uh-huh. Social media is a dangerous place.
2: <laughs> Get you in trouble, guys.
0: <laughs> Nothing ever good comes from social media by the way. Yeah. Every time you think like oh this is going to be a great thing to say.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. IG stories. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see, surprisingly IG stories has become the place to get all the, the the stuff that you wish you didn't say. Used to be Twitter, now it's headed over to IG stories. Um, yep. Because uh, people don't think you can sc- screenshot them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, my but- favorite thing <laughs> is
2: somebody super famous posting one and deleting it. It's like you know you have millions of yeah. followers, so at least I like. 10,000 people. So anyway, if you deleted it like a minute later. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, everyone saw it. It's too late. And they're going to, yeah. it's.
2: CM Punk is the master of trolling on Instagram stories.
0: Yeah, he's so... CM (laughs) Punk, yeah, and to your point, I'm sure he knows that people see it. He's like, oh, but I took it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Oh, but my favorite thing is when people just don't understand that you just... Like, at the other day, somebody asked me. This was so funny. They were like, what's with the cryptic tweets? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So it was a friend of mine. So she sent me screenshots. And I'm like, bro, that's just lyrics to whatever Bad Bunny song I'm listening to at the moment. There's nothing cryptic about it. I'm just listening to it. And I feel like tweeting it out. And she was like, oh.
0: said, okay, you got to tell me. What is the line from a Bad Bunny song that would sound like a cryptic tweet? Because I feel like all his songs, what I the, the parts I understand anyways, are all like, like, take a selfie, say cheese. I don't know what's so cool. A lot of
2: it. A lot of it. Uh, trust me, a lot of oh,
0: it. Okay. I don't really know. What, yeah, I guess I don't know what I'm he bad. says.
2: <laughs> no, Champagne just sounds like you want to fight someone,
0: you know? Because <laughs> right, I, guess, I guess the whole time I'm just kind of like dancing to it, so I don't really know. But
2: right.
0: someone who's not doing any dancing is Luca Crucifino, Esquire, because he just got beaten up by Von Wagner. Uh, this... From what I understand, is Von Wagner was defending the honor of uh, of Stone, and then during the match, Wagner's rolling, and Lucas starts making fun of a picture of <laughs> Von Wagner, or or, and so then he gets so upset, he beats him up until he gets DQ'd, and then attacks him again. Um, he says, "Is Wagner going to get sued? <laughs> Should he be worried about this?"
2: I, I, I'm not so worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't care I don't care I know you're excited to talk about Von Wagner and I'll leave all the excitement to you because okay. I could care less they're doing this whole free agent thing with Von Wagner then they're doing a little bit of of like I don't know we were talking about it a few weeks ago where they're just like really picking on a real life story where he was bullied and it, it's just not clicking for me and then today they went in a complete different direction so I don't know what they're doing with Von Wagner i'm confused and this lawyer with without the sleeve he deserved the beating that he got
0: yeah i i get the idea of like you take a job and you give it to a wrestler and that's their character but i didn't buy for a second that a lawyer would want to get into the ring with someone Mm -hmm. Uh, alfred i feel like the whole point of being a lawyer is that you use the pen and your words so you don't have to fight
1: yeah And that's a great, that's the heat for that gimmick. And I happen to like Luca. I'm not very familiar with him, but he made me laugh. I loved him taking the picture like, look at this freak. Look at this freak. I thought (laughs) the guy was hilarious. I think there's something there. But you're right, Jack. Now that I think about it, he should be like every match, he should be threatening to sue to get out of the match. Like that would be a great gimmick. And I will say this, we make fun of Javon Wagner, a lot of this podcast, he's not my favorite. He doesn't have the most charisma, but I feel like WWE or NXT is starting to will him into a position where the people are caring. Something about this picture storyline, which was great seeing you recap it because it made me realize how ridiculous the story really is. But people are actually starting to get into it where they're cheering and they chanted, you messed up. When he started, when Lucas started making fun of the picture. So there is something to this. And it's 100% creative that's getting Von Wagner over. It's not like Von Wagner cut this great promo or did anything. They just came up with an idea, which admittedly is
0: kind of ridiculous. But I feel like it's starting to connect with people. I mean, maybe it's because a lot of people have had their pictures made fun of. Um, and so like I can relate to that. I wish yeah, I it? was a big guy like Wagner and I could beat people up for making fun of my picture. I feel like the thing I want to make fun of, though, is why is Stone carrying a... An, an actual photograph in his pocket. Like, who does that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> is he, is he going to get called up on his landline phone at home and uh, turn on cable? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's what's this guy doing He's with a picture?
1: LeBron Wagner next.
0: And it's not even like a small one in the wall. It's like a giant photo from a photo album that he keeps in his pocket. Why? Um, I...
1: They haven't told know. us anything either. That's they're going to build up to this big reveal as to why Von Wagner is so embarrassed
0: of this picture. Uh, so, in any case, it was interesting. It was a, it, I at least understood what was uh, what was going on there, so I was into it. Um, but I thought Wagner was getting called. Did he get drafted? as a free agent, which I kind of like, I like the fact that he's a free
1: agent. So he's kind of hanging out in NXT and that's the story. Like we got to get you called up and whatnot. I haven't seen that before. And I think that's a pretty good way to go in terms of you got a free agent. Usually that means they just won't see you ever again, but they are right. bringing up the fact constantly. This guy's a free agent at any minute. He can leave for the main roster. So it does give him a little something different.
0: I, I actually like that too. Cause especially someone like him, I think it allows him to bounce between rosters until something sticks which yeah. then gives him an opportunity to do well as opposed to, well, we're putting you on this brand. I hope we find something for you. Good luck. Um, Alicia's saying a couple of weeks ago they were looking at one of his photo albums and that picture was near the end. Yeah. So he stole it out of the photo album? I'd be mad at Robert Stone. I mean, what you, why'd you take my photo? That's weird. That's creepy.
2: I'm surprised it like wasn't stuck me. to the photo album. You know how old pictures get <laughs> stuck and you can't get them out of the photo album? Right. I'm, yeah.
0: I mean, what would you guys do if I was like, yeah, by the way, Alfred, here's a picture of you I have. You'd be like... Yeah, I wouldn't do with that. I mean, it depends creepy. on the picture, but I wouldn't... Yeah. Like, if, it like a, that if it was like a baby picture of you, like in the... Or a, a childhood picture, you'd be like...
2: <laughs> if it that's creepy.
0: Ultra, my ultrasound? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's this picture of you. you know, like, <laughs> it's just it four months. <laughs> So we get to the main event here, Tiffany Stratton versus Roxanne Perez. I thought this was just another really good one. Tiffany Stratton is a star. Roxanne Perez is a star. Uh, they just got a, an embarrassment of riches and stars at NXT, I think. But these two were, were great. Tiffany Stratton, again, clean clean win here for Stratton, which surprised me as well. I thought that – it made sense that she won, but I thought that something was going to have to happen, like to – Something sneaky was going to have to happen. But no, she got the win. Tiffany Stratton going on. Uh, Issa, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, I really like this match. On the beginning, though, I thought that Roxanne was really out wrestling uh, Tiffany Stratton. And I was like, I'm going to need Roxanne to come down to Tiffany's level a little bit because we do know that Roxanne has been wrestling a lot longer than Tiffany. Once they found it, once it clicked, this match got really, really good. Um, It didn't feel like nobody was out wrestling anybody. It felt like they were in the same level. There was a lot of really good false finishes. That moonsault to finish the match was just perfection. Like Tiffany hit that so beautifully. And when she tried to hit the first one and Roxanne got out of the way and she ended up just flipping and standing. Oh my god, she's so athletic. I'm a big fan of Tiffany. I picked Tiffany to make it to the finals. That's why we were... Wondering last week, Jack, and that Cora wasn't going to make it just because of the fact that it would have been weird for them to put two heels. So mm-hmm. that's when I was, like, questioning whether Tiffany was going to make it. I think that Tiffany still has to develop in the ring. But I can totally see her already becoming champion and developing as she as she has a ring. So we'll see what happens here on Battleground. But overall, I was a big fan of this match. I was definitely a big fan of the finish. I'm a huge Tiffany fan. I think this this was great for her. Great showing.
0: What, uh, Alfred, what was your thoughts of Tiffany getting the win here? And what's next for, I guess, uh, the hooded person attacked Roxanne Perez. Uh, Who is that? What's going
2: on?
1: Very interesting. We'll see uh, who it is. I was kind of trying to make out her body type or uh, who this could be. I'm trying to think of all the people who disappeared and might be back. I mean, it's too early for Nikita Lyons. So uh, we'll see who it is. I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, But I like this match. I thought this was actually a very good main event. And I really want Tiffany Stratton to win. I mean, it has to be her. Like, with all due respect to Lyra Valkyra, like, Tiffany Stratton is ready to be a champion. Maybe not wrestling-wise, but with Tiffany, she would be a great character and a great champion as a heel. And somebody who I think they should give a stable to when she's champion. And she could really level up as a character, as a champion. I think that would be great for her. Lyra, I don't see what you'd do with the belt other than, like, kind of defend it every week. Just kind of like what Roxanne Perez already did. So Tiffany would be something a little bit new. And I think she would be excellent with, like, a Mean Girls stable as the champion and overseeing all that. I think it'd be great. I hope this splendid woman is in her stable.
0: Uh, Calvin saying Tiffany has won all of her big matches clean. Um, You know, Tiffany... Now, I'm not saying she's the same person here, but Tiffany Stratton, I think... Eventually, if she wins and, and it continues to be dominant, we'll have a similar quote unquote problem that Roman Reigns does where she's a bad guy, but everyone loves her. You know Remember what I mean?
2: Reigns doesn't have any problems except for uh, uh, me saying yeah. it, Kevin Owens has up right now. Thank you.
0: That's uh, <laughs> well, and the Uso, he actually has a lot of problems. He has yeah. no problems. Listen, he has no problems. Cody
2: Rhodes problem. is his
0: biggest problem. He's taking that title
1: back. He's Please.
0: got a he's got a, a yeah, and he. Kevin Owens is going to try really hard against him, too. So That's also <laughs> well, that's a big problem. All that effort. She's going to deal right. with the effort. Well, all right. A lot yeah. of effort against
2: him. I did say Kevin Owens and Sammy said we were a problem. So, you know,
0: just... uh, so, yeah, but I think that she's going to be one of those people that she's going to do all the things that are supposed to make us boo and we will, but. We all love Tiffany Stratton. You yeah. Know?
2: And I think eventually not?
0: we'll start cheering for her, even though she's doing mean things. And when she's like saying she's better than us, like, yeah, you are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I try hard, but I don't try that hard.
0: <laughs> uh, we got a couple of people, uh, Julian, in, in the chat saying uh, Davenport. In the Blair hood. Davenport. Davenport. Uh, a lot of people
2: have said that. Okay.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, a few people say in Davenport, I guess it makes sense. I don't have a better solution. So I guess at first I thought it was going to be Cora Jade, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. Um, and then she's I think bigger than Cora Jade was. So, um, in any case, fun show, fun episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, before we sign off, uh, I'd like to get your guys' final thoughts. Alfred, we'll go with you first. What are your final thoughts on this episode and where can the world find you online?
1: I thought this was a very good episode. I think Jack to come back into NXT, you couldn't have picked a better episode. I thought it was a good go home show, and this is a theme with NXT. They're very good at go home shows in terms of building up these final matches. Even that after epilogue that we saw with uh, Dragonoff and DiJack just makes you excited for this card. Let alone that match. So I thought it was a good show. I have no, very little complaints. A couple, but I thought this was very good. Find me on Twitter at this is nasty. Come on to Pro Wrestling Bits. I interviewed Stone Cold Steve Austin, and tomorrow morning I'll be speaking with somebody where if I said the name, you wouldn't believe me. So subscribe to Pro Wrestling Bits. It's going to be a very fun week. Something big is dropping this week on Pro Wrestling Bits and on Forbes.
0: That is, see, you're a pro because you say I interviewed Stone Cold, but the next one is so big, you won't believe it. believe it. So if it's bigger than Stone Cold, who could it be? I don't know. I don't That's know. Sedem- okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to I didn't say I, it was bigger than Stone Cold, but you know, to some <laughs> people it might be. You never know. To some You're people say, it might be. <laughs> You're saying he's going to make Stone Cold look like a chump. Wow, this is crazy. Who that jobber be? Stone Cold tease he saw last week. <laughs> no, but it's a. It is a good tease. I'm going to go give you a, give it a follow now. I got to go check out this interview. Uh, we also got a couple of super chats before we get to Isa Kelvin uh, saying Tiffany is a wholesome bad guy. Uh, she does the voice perfect. Like I, yes. is, every time she's talking, I'm like oh my gosh, she's got this character just down. Uh, And a big shout out to uh, Kevin Irving who says, I've been struggling for a while and Wrestling Inc. has been an escape for me. Thank you for everything you all do, especially for putting a smile on my face and making some days a little bit better. Kevin, I can't stress enough just how important it is for us that you show up and we appreciate you so much for being here. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to come through and and sending us a message. Uh, Issa let me know your thoughts on the show and where can the world find you?
2: Yeah, thank you, uh, Kevin, for that. That was an awesome super chat. I love reading yeah. that and I always love the support of all of you guys. You pull up here, all of, even when Jack Farmer is here. So I got to give you so many props. Um, anyways, I thought tonight's episode of NXT was great. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Um, I'm excited that Tiffany moved on and I am I am looking forward to Battleground. There's a couple of matches there that I'm looking forward to that more than I am looking to some of the matches at... Double or nothing. I'm going to be me double too. watching these shows. So I'm super excited for it. And I love recapping it with you, Jack Farmer. Anyway,
1: <laughs>
2: Oh, awesome
0: right.
2: The world can find me on NYC Demon Diva on YouTube. We just hit 20,000 subscribers. Let's, let's go. Um, You guys can find me here. Lucha Libre Online. Yellow Jackets Bust. Know your news. I mean, I'm everywhere, basically. I'm trying to take over the world. That's what I do. So follow me wherever you can find me, NYC Dimitri.
0: And thank you, guys, to everyone who joined us. Again, like, comment, share, subscribe. Five-star review on Apple. Give us a five-star review, why don't you? And Put a nice little paragraph in there and, and name us so we can, again, go back to our overlords and be like, hey, we're important. But thank you to everyone who's in the chat as well: Lego brick collector, Kevin Irving, Ricky Zaldovar, uh, Peter Mellon, uh, Dylan Matthews, Julian Floyd. Stalking you with the with the little uh, dog emojis every every show. I always every
2: enjoy. show. I yeah. love it.
0: Don't, don't know don't know what they mean, but uh, I I always try to highlight Got that dog. Them. In.
2: <laughs> I, okay,
0: okay, bro, I'm breaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Curtis, Dream Realm Studios, everyone else, wrestling is art. Alicia A. Uh, appreciate you guys. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on Thursdays. Chat with Raj about the wrestling news of the week. And this week, I'm going to be at Double or Nothing, um, and I'm going to be representing Wrestling Inc. There, so I'll be shoving microphones in people's faces and asking questions. And you know what happened last time a Wrestling Ink guy was at a post. AEW scrum, so we'll see how this goes.
2: Are you good? Are you good with improv, Jack Farmer? Just making sure that you're safe.
0: I'm. I no, I'm not. I'm
2: Oh damn!
1: We're screwed. Yeah, clearly you're not good at improv. Because the answer is yes and
0: yes, no, but I. (laughs)
2: Listen, maybe Alfred. Maybe we should pay Jack Farmer to like show up at Glenn's place on our behalf. Please yes. show some <laughs> postmates. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, see, that's the swerve. He'll say, I only accept DoorDash, and he'll slam the door. <laughs> well, be like,
2: I have a postmate delivery from Alfred Isa. He's gonna be like, What the hell is going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> try hard delivery. Try hard delivery. We tried our best. Try hard. Try del- oh my god, we got the name of it already. <laughs> Well, that does it for us. Thank you so much. If I see you in Do- at uh, Double or and anyone who's in there here, uh, swing by, say hello. If you see me, say, hey, Jack, I know you from Wrestling Inc. And I'll go, oh, cool, what's your name? And you'll say it. And I'll go, that's awesome. Let's get a photo. We'll grab a photo and we'll put it up on social media. It'll be fun. We'll put it up in our Insta stories and I'll get in trouble for it or something like that. I don't know how it <laughs> so. Uh, But that does it for us. Make sure to watch the AEW After Show tomorrow and follow at Wrestling Inc. for all your news. That does it for us and we'll see you.